Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey everybody, welcome back to How Did We Get Here? The only patio, patio roadcast with no breaks. At least I didn't mess it up this time. Take that. All right. So welcome to uh, episode 31. Highly anticipated because <laughs> today we're talking about bottled water, but not just that. The ubiquitous cornucopia of bottled water. What do you think of that, Zach? Have you ever gone into a gas station? Like on a yes. road trip or something? Uh, and, oh, there's and more. Seen- yeah, well, there's this is a this is a a very relatable experience. But you ever go into the gas station and just see the wall of water at your disposal and think to yourself, "Huh, how different could all of there be?" That's always you, what I run into. Do you ever um, like splurge? Do you ever treat yourself in your like nicer water, even though it's oh, probably yeah. the same? A Fiji, Fiji mm-hmm. is my uh, if I'm feeling a oh. little fancy that day, or maybe a Voss, you know. You will not believe what I'm drinking right now. Is it a Fiji? It's Fiji. Yeah, I don't know how that became the bougie bottle water, but I it it's different, dude. I it think is. it's the shape. I think it's the bottle shape. Like they they stood out. Everyone's going circular, and they said, "Fuck it, square." Have you seen the Voss bottles that are like cylinders? It's like yeah. a it's like a utonium tube or something it's Sometimes like one of those, those are glass too things. oh yeah that's even scarier yeah i i went to a restaurant and just like um it was like a pizza place and i just asked for just a bottle of water and then they gave me a voss and i've seen like voss bottles but this one was glass and i was like oh that's bougie <laughs> that is well, bougie. well well must have been a very fancy place it, it really wasn't which is surprising i feel like fiji is the one that everybody goes to what always is funny to me is how each gas station has its own. And maybe this is just the 7-Eleven thing. 7-Eleven has, like, phased out Arizona teas. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed, but, like, they're gone because yeah. 7-Eleven now sells their own teas. And 7-Eleven will have, like, its own water. And I just don't – where is it getting the water? It's surely not from Sparkling Springs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably from the tap in the back or something, but I'm still going to pay for it. I know that like uh what is it like Dasani and Smartwater are made by the same people. Oh really? I didn't know. Yeah. That. I guess that makes sense. Really like, capitalizing on the bottled water industry. Y- yeah, I guess you're targeting different markets. It's the same thing with like Coke Zero and Diet Coke, I guess, cuz like they're technically I, the same thing, but one is but masculine. They're marketed. One is feminine, you know. What? Yeah. Diet Coke is for girls. Diet Coke is for girls? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, Diet Coke is like, it, maybe not anymore, but the way they used to be marketed is like, Diet Coke is for the ladies, but Coke Zero is for big, vascular, tough men. I think that's how their commercial started, is making that's it like... That's so strange. Yeah, it's I know really Dr. Bizarre. Pepper for a little bit ran a very, like, 23 flavors just for men. Kind of add for a while, yeah. Yeah, they had like also, a whole thing on it. hold up. 23 flavors? What was that all about? <laughs> How many like, could there possibly be? I, I really could be want in to there? sit and talk about that for a second. Like, if you take a bite of your steak dinner and you taste one taste of steak, you're like, mmm, what a good dinner. I don't need to taste 22 other things, much, <laughs> much less in a carbonated drink. Like, I don't understand what the fuck they were on for that claim. I can't believe I never looked it up now that you point that out. Like... It feels like the same thing as like a coffee shop saying world's best coffee outside, you know, like it's all fact checked. So I just looked it up. Uh, There are 23. 
but I think they have to be of different. Okay. Cola, cherry, licorice, amaretto, blackberry, apricot, blackberry again. That's kind of cheating. Maybe oh, that, the that's 100% cheating. Yeah, that's 22 then. Caramel, pepper, pepper, Ugh. Uh, anise. Do you know what that is? But I don't know I'm, what that I'm is. I'm going to just put my foot down and say that's not 23 flavors. That's 23 ingredients. Yeah, sarsaparilla, ginger, molasses, lemon, plum, orange, nutmeg, cardamom, allspice, coriander, juniper, birch, and prickly ash. If you gave Gordon Ramsay a Dr. Pepper, I don't think you could pick these flavors out. <laughs> Let it swim in his mouth for a little bit and try to decipher every single one. I feel like you say, ah, it's sweet. You could have stopped at 22. You didn't need the prickly ash or birch. Birch yeah, is a I tree. Is 23 ingredients that much worse of a of a slogan? I I don't think it's I don't know. But it is distinct. Like that's why you have Dr. Pepper and like Dr. Dr. What Food Lion is Dr. Lion. There's Dr. Everything. There is have you had Mr. Pib? Yeah. That shit slaps. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? Isn't it it's like almost a doctor? almost. It's almost the same thing as Dr. Pepper. It's just like it's like the same kind of alternate as people be like, oh, we don't have Sprite, but we have 7-Up or Sierra Mist. Right, yeah. You know, it's it's one of those, but I just remember random places in the South would have Mr. Pibb, and I always preferred that more. I feel like that has to be a South thing, because Mr. Pibb is nowhere up here. That yeah, is a it'd be like drink. movie theaters would have it, you know? Like, not yeah. super common in the South anyways. It's weird that there's a soda with, like, a a title. Mr. or Doctor, because like all of them have that, you know. Yeah, they Why went do to they college. Get a distinction. <laughs> I love just name brand lists products anywhere. Uh huh. Because there's one you always see, like whenever you go to grocery stores and you look on one side of the aisle and you have your Dr Pepper Sprite Coke, and then you look on the other side and you have like Dr Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then generic lemon lime soda. Mountain Lion. Yeah. Sure. Mountain Thunder. I've seen a lot of that. A lot of use of the word thunder. A lot of that. Uh, I feel like whenever you colas. try to make a Dr. Pepper impersonator, you always bring the doctor over, though. Yeah, because that's the... T I think the doctor taste is the 23. Like, when you're when you're trying no, to no, put no, that the, together. The doctor is the 22. The pepper's the 23rd. Ah, they did mention right. that. Yeah. Because there is pepper in there. God, that's gross. That's yeah, disgusting. I guess I never really thought of that name literally, huh? <laughs> I never thought Dr. Pepper had pepper in it, but now that's gross to me. I do remember as a kid, uh, I put, we were at dinner, my mom always orders Dr. Pepper, and I did put pepper in her drink once, because uh -huh. I thought I was helping. Oh, that's cute. I guess. She wasn't thrilled. She noticed? Yeah. Okay. Which makes me feel like, with because of that memory, the pepper cannot be very strong in that in that mixture. Well, you can't have it. If there's 23 flavors, all of them are probably like... Uh, yeah, I offset the balance. Half an ounce. Have you ever walked into a gas station? I had this experience yeah. recently. And uh, again, this time, the wall of drinks is totally alien to you. Like, you've never seen any of them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's how I felt when I went to Europe once. Mm -hmm. Like, you really had to fin for yourself based on what you know. Just on, on instincts alone. So if you wanted, like, Sprite, you had to look at, like, yellow and green colors and be like, I, I hope that's it. <laughs> I think for the most part, like, they had, like, major brands. But then when you'd walk into, like, a grocery store, you'd have to get a little creative sometimes. There was, I don't uh, really drink soda. I just mainly drink water. So it was just nice walking in and being like, what kind of water do you have? And it's just oh, the yeah. most obscene names you've ever heard. <laughs> I guess as long as it's a clear drink. You know what that is. So. Yeah, hopefully. What's the bottled water scene like in Europe? I wasn't there too long, nor did I really explore it, so I can't really comment on it. But I want to go back to Europe, but on like a little uh, on a on a tour, go to like all these different countries because uh -huh. I would love to uh, rank different countries McDonald's. Oh sure, are they yeah, different? I'd, yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've only had Australian McDonald's, which was very different, but like... It's probably similar. Okay. Because uh, one, they don't cook with trans fat. Two, um, like, French fries 
are inherently vegan, right? Sure. Because they're just potatoes. But yeah. they're not in America because they just use like the same grease and the same stoves to make fries burgers as they would stuff. burgers. Yeah. So it's like inherently not vegan, ah, despite okay. it being made of potato. Um, they don't do that over in Europe. So burger or uh, McDonald's is much more like vegetarian, vegan friendly. Okay. And they also have like the Mc egg roll and they have the Mc plant, which is just a veggie burger. <laughs> yeah. They, okay. they have the Mc cheese curds, you know, like they have all these different menus. Like, uh, they have mixed I, spaghetti at some point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they do. They do have mixed spaghetti. If okay. you go to Greece, they have the Mc Euro yeah. and they even have the Mc hot dog, which is insane to me. Yeah. I remember they tried that over here for a while. It did not work out. No, they like it over there. They do, and okay. I I think like a lot of their red meat kind of tasted the same in my experience, but their chicken goes crazy. Like the, that white meat at McDonald's tastes good. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred seventy five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Probably it's way easier to get there because it's like you don't have shipping distribution centers. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I feel like in the US, you got to deliver all over this place, but like, because of the way Europe is structured, I bet France just has French chicken at McDonald's. You know what I mean? Germany has German chicken, so you don't have to ship it mad far. It's probably way better. Um, I want to look up all unique McDonald's items because they get into some crazy stuff, and I love to like try them. Because also, you a, went to yeah. uh, uh, Australia because I know they have like the whole Met Cafe for brekkie and everything. Yeah, they're big on brekkie over there. They uh, they they didn't have anything. It unique sounds like or baby different. talk to me. I know that's just Australia. They they say ie at the end of everything, or they add an o onto anything. I I got to spend some time with Little Z over this past weekend too. We were at CEO, and uh, oh boy, what a what a funny language that is. Oh um, oh my god, the mashed potato burger, the curry. Ew, mashed potato burger? What's that? Um, it just looks like a burger, but they throw mashed potatoes on it, which is a thought <laughs> I have never had. That's uh, also I, I, I don't like that because uh, they don't have mashed potatoes on the actual menu. They had to bring that out special. <laughs> uh they have the Nurnburger, which I think burger? this is a, a Germany thing. Uh they just have uh sausage links on a burger. Oh, that actually might be good. Wait, why not just a bun? I guess they don't make buns. Yeah. Oh my god. What what place has this? The the flaming hot Doritos bit quarter pounder? <laughs> not oh interested. God. Not interested in that one. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Wait, where's the Doritos? Are they in the thing? Yeah, it's just squash. It's like a sauce. Okay. Ah. Oh, this is a product that they uh uh, discontinued is a pretty bad PR disaster. It's a pita sandwich named the Mech Africa. <laughs> and they discontinued it pretty quickly due to uh, outcry. Yeah. And it was in Norway. And then they brought it back for the 2008 Olympics. And then, then it's been missing ever since. Oh, my God. How did they get away with that? I do not know. God, what a... Also, the owner of McDonald's was like, uh, oh, we didn't do the McPlant at McDonald's because veganism is a fad and we don't believe in it, oh, which is crazy to say. Foolish. And in a recent interview, because I kind of looked into it, I was like, why don't they just have like the McPlant in America yeah. and stuff? And now they're kind of like, yeah, okay, we might, we might be interested in bringing it back over to the West. I can't believe that you would give that up to begin with. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the list now. I see a chicken McDo with spaghetti. Um, yeah. Which is just a fried chicken leg with spaghetti, <laughs> which is which very they don't bizarre. even do like bone in chicken at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, so, like, how do they get the bone? <laughs> I think it's so crazy when they bring out new items as a as an ingredient for a bigger issue. Yeah, 
instead of like a, a whole, they have to bring out a whole new method of distributing the meat rather than just taking what already exists in different ways. Like I think Taco the Bell mashed does. potato sandwich is a pretty good one. I'm a fan of this pizza McPuff. Um, this is a hot pocket. Yeah, I'm India. down for the McHot Pocket. I love to, that's why I <laughs> want to go to Europe. I just want to like, I, whenever I went from place to place, every country had like a, a different, different taste. So I'd kind of love to, um, I just love to rank all their McDonald's. In my uh, memory, I think Sweden was the best, if I can say that. For what all our they, Swedish what, viewers, did they have anything there, or was it just like the normal? No, stuff just was the good? food tasted good. I I just got my normal American move food at that one, but it okay. just tasted good. Yeah, I, I was gonna say if it's Sweden, I don't know, like what the they're big on, like surstroming. St- what is it that that's <laughs> like the fish thing? Yeah, the sardines. Ugh, yeah. When okay. I was in Sweden, it was a crazy experience because since I have blonde hair and blue eyes, everyone just came up and spoke the language to me. Ah, they thought you were one of them. Sure. Yeah, they did, which I get it. I think that's honestly pretty funny. Um, every time before I go to a foreign country, I always Google how to like basic phrases for the sure. language. Like I don't need to speak it. I just need to be able to say, uh, yes, thank you. Where is the bathroom? And excuse me and sorry. Sure. Those are the phrases I learn in every language. I'm uh, I'm still stuck on these these unique items. I didn't I get any of these Japan. in Australia. Really bad, though. When was the last time you went? Never been. Oh, you've never been to Japan? Oh. Uh, I was supposed to go for Evo, uh, Evo Japan, and I was yeah. like, oh, I can't. I think I've told this story before. I was like, I can't go because my daughter is being born, so I can't go to Evo Japan, but I'll be at the next one. And yeah. then COVID uh-huh. happened. Uh, I plan on going with a group of friends in the summer of 2020, so that's uh, uh, that didn't happen. Yeah. I, I'd really like to go, though. Um. I really like to go now that I'm really into One Piece as well mm-hmm. because they have like one-to-one creations of the ships and everything. What do you there. mean? Like they've built the ships? Yeah, like one-to-one. Oh my God. Yeah, and they're just like docked and you can like get on tour it and everything. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And they also like, spoiler alert, some characters die in One Piece. Uh-huh. And they have like giant grave memorials for them and everything. Oh my God. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, those are inherently massive spoilers. Like, I could not imagine just walking to your day job and be like, ah, that's a spoiler. Yeah, you just walk past it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, One Piece is massive over there. So I'd love to just see some of that. Uh, is there like a, uh, I'm trying to think of like an American equivalent because I feel like, our culture isn't really, I don't know. I mean, there's Disney, right? But that doesn't feel the same. I would just say like, yeah, because it's not like one series. Right, yeah. It's an I would entire say like empire. Marvel or something like that okay. is probably the closest. But it's like all these independent series that really come together. Like it's not like one series that the whole country can like back behind, right? I, I, I think I see what you're, like Marvel is shown in and one exactly, piece is Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I feel like <laughs> in One Piece has the cultural impact on Japan as like friends did in America. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but like not everyone likes that show, but you know, I don't think... The ones who do like it a lot, sure. Yeah. Are you? How, how do you feel on Friends? Uh, I've never really watched it all that much, but mm-hmm. my wife got hooked on it. There was a time right after our daughter was born, where she watched, like, all those shows. It was, like, Friends, Frasier, uh, yeah. The Nanny. Big on The Nanny. I don't know if you've ever seen The Nanny. I'm shocked that The Nanny made that list. Yeah, big fan of The Nanny. Our daughter now loves The Nanny. She loves Fran Drescher. Um, very, all, all the All, all the I ever watched sitcoms. growing up was uh, family sitcoms and game shows. That's all okay. I watched growing up. <laughs> It was Nick and Night, baby. I had that, and then just Game Show Network, GSN. Did you have the experience that everybody talks about where you wake up at 3 a.m. to George Lopez? George Lopez? Oh, yeah. So, funny thing, that song, Low Rider by War, the intro. That song is cursed to me. Uh-huh. Because, one, I woke up to it every single night, but it's funny. You know, you have that memory. Oh, it's a George Lopez song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It just starts with the cowbell with a da 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 da, da. Uh-huh. and then you have the 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 high tom roll, and then uh, so I was in a band in high school, right? Sure. And we would practice pretty regularly, like like once or twice a week and everything. But mm-hmm. it became seemingly harder to practice once our drummer got a cowbell. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because if you know anything about bands and practicing, every other instrument uh, brings an amp. Because yeah. they are trying to compete with the volume of the drums, <laughs> which is a pretty loud instrument. So yeah. it, let's say we're talking, we're trying to figure out what we're going to play next. And he starts playing the intro to Lowrider. <laughs> and the thing is, everyone in that room now has to make a choice. Yeah, And, um, you know, as soon as he finishes that roll on the, on the top tom, uh, the bassist has a choice. If, is he going to go and the answer is yes. He always did. Every time. And then it was like a game of chicken between me, the guitarist, and Matt, the other guitarist. One of us was going to play like one of us. Never both, but one of us because sure. the other was mad. Yeah, we yeah. took turns being <laughs> mad at the situation, and, and it we keeps never happening. Yeah, yeah, and we never both did it. So it's like we would be in practice, and then suddenly he would make one decision with the cowbell, and we would lose five minutes of playing lowrider. <laughs> you know, it just it just kept happening, and not just once once a night. It would it was a joke. It was funny. It would happen multiple times, and. It got to the point where one time we played a show and it was just bad. I, I we, was going to say, if you guys build that habit and then you go to a show and you play Lowrider four times oh, in no, a two-hour no, no. set. Never, we never played Lowrider live. Okay. That was a practice exclusive. Ah, okay. Sure. So we waste like a third of our practice playing Lowrider. And then when we get to perform, sometimes even a half, uh, we, we were just bad. It was just not good or well-timed music. We would miss, like, we would miss section changes. We would just have the wrong chord. And, like, you can know nothing about music and you can hear mistakes, right? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, so um, it just, it was just not great. And then eventually our band broke up because he wouldn't stop fucking playing (laughs) Lowrider. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So if anyone's like loosely aware of that band I was in, it was like, it was still active at like the tail end of a, uh, um, of Alpharad starting a saving mm-hmm. sound. And yeah, I, I don't know that band broke up because we wouldn't stop playing Lowrider. She's a 10, but she won't stop playing Lowrider. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's fun. Okay. I, I, uh, I, I feel like every band needs one of those songs. I was at a band in a while for a little while too. What did you my, play? Uh, I was doing a bit of drums. I was mm. never that good at it, but I played a little bit of drums. Um, but I had the same experience where, like, the drum guy could kind of control the pace because he it's so much fucking everything. louder. The drum guy is the boss, which you wouldn't expect. Everybody thinks he's the backup mm-hmm. guy, but no, you get to control how things go. He's the heartbeat the of the band. Yeah. I feel like it's so unappreciated. I don't know. I feel like one day we're going to have a world without drummers because everybody wants to be a singer, you know? Uh, I don't know. I think, like, bass is truly the unappreciated thing. Oh, sure. Because if think, it's doing its job, you don't even know it's there unless it oh, has, like, a exactly. really crazy riff. I I would, uh, just anyone, just look up, like, a favorite, just, like, rock or alternative song that you like. Sure. And then listen to like a bass, like a version without the bass, like try and look for that. And you'll notice how shocking the difference is. It feels you shallow. Can, 
It does. It's bass really adds like the depth to music and it goes so unappreciated because you won't know it's there until it's gone. Yeah. And I think like a really good one. I mean, it's a bass riff. I think Feel Good Inc. is a really good example. Sure. Because one, you don't realize that the bass is driving that song. And then it kind of has the opposite effect where now you listen to it and you're like, oh, I didn't realize there's guitar in the song. Yeah. I feel like all of Gorillaz kind of has that. Mm-hmm. Like Gorillaz have a very, I don't know. It's a very uh, distinct sound that way. I, I don't know if I've ever been a Gorillaz guy, but oh, I've always, I'm always like Gorillaz appreciate. Guy. I, yeah, yeah. I think most people I'm friends with are somehow. Like I, I've I've collected a friend group of all Gorillaz fans without being one myself. But I always thought the whole like band, uh, sort of the the, fake the VTuber band, band the VTuber. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was super interesting, and I don't it know is. why. I think it's interesting because it's just mainly one guy who puts it all together. Do you hold on? I actually, <laughs> I have an insane fun fact yeah. uh, that I just found out recently. Um. I don't know if this will resonate with you. Have you ever seen Muppet Treasure Island? Uh, here, maybe. Uh, <laughs> let me look it up. This is a big deal. So, Muppet Treasure Island. Uh huh. Is a uh, is a movie starring. Okay. I I would know if I've seen this. Uh, the answer is no, but I would okay. like to. Okay, so so don't worry. You can still appreciate this. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island is a Muppet movie from back in 1990-something. Yeah, it looks like Hook. Yeah, sort of. Um, it's just the story of Treasure Island, but it is Tim Curry. Tim Curry's great. You know, all the Muppets play their characters, whatever. My daughter is in love with this movie and watches it every day. She That's says awesome. Muppets, and she loves it. The reason I bring it up now, the kid that played Jim Hawkins on this grew up and didn't do anything else. Jim Hawkins is the main character in Muppet Treasure Island, or in Treasure Island in general, didn't do anything. He was he was nobody. He got out of show business. Except he is right now the speaking voice for 2D, the fictional lead singer oh, of gorillas. gorillas. Isn't that insane? That he is did insane. nothing for years. I think he's only the speaking voice, obviously. I, I always think that's so strange because, um, you know, like Balan Wonderworld, that game? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the writer for that, like who wrote the story and everything. Yeah. Uh, the last thing he worked on was writing the story for Yoshi's Island DS. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're fucking with me. No, I'm not. What? What's the story for Yoshi's Island DS? Is it not the same? <laughs> I just didn't realize games like that have writers, but I guess, I guess they have to, I guess they don't have to, but they don't. No, but that's, I just think that's really funny. That's that insane. he felt like he peaked with his career and did nothing. And then Balan Wonderworld comes across his desk and goes, I'm coming out of retirement for this. <laughs> this is the one. It's going to save the career. You played that game, right? Balan Wonderworld? Yeah. Yeah, it was How awesome. Was it? You, you'd like it for your stream because you're a big Scrimblow uh, platformer guy. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Um, It's. It's it's not a good game. That's okay. But like it it has its novelty. It's it's just I feel like good bad games are hard to come across, right? Yeah. It's like yep. a comical degree yep. and that one definitely fits the bill. Okay. Like I, there I, are yeah. multiple moments that I think you can gut laugh at this game by how egregious it is. <laughs> how long is it? Cuz that's always my fear is that it's like yeah. absurdly long. It's not like absurdly long. It's like the same length. I think it took me like 10 to 12 hours to beat all of it, you know, over multiple streams. Sure. Okay. Damn. I want to get back into it and try it. I, no, I've only I think seen a little bit you, of it. Do you know about the dancing? Yes. And okay. I know about the singing, although I don't know what language she's speaking. Uh, if that is a language. Maybe it's just a fun, li like a, a game language, like a simlish. I, I will I say, know. knowing about the dancing takes a huge wind of surprise out, but I think the context of it will still surprise you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they dance. I just know sometimes they dance. And I know about the cutscene where you have to, like, do the quick time event. Oh, yeah, the QTEs, yeah. A it's, lot. It's, it's, it's something. The game is interesting. It's like, I remember that there's one sequence where, like, 
you walk into a power-up. You think it's a power-up. No, it's a baseball minigame. And then, like, it shows your controls in the corner. And it says, press X to hit the ball. Press R2 to go back to the title screen. And I'm like, what? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm in the middle of a minigame. And then it just takes you back to the title screen. You have to do the level over again. I'm just like the title screen. Yeah. Like all the way out. Not all even the way just back. The <laughs> no, it's just such an insane maneuver. And yeah, the, the, the game is just absolutely insane. See, I love that shit. Like you, you were talking about how like a game could be bad and good. I feel like that's rarer than people think. Like, it's so much more memorable than an okay game as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's so many six and seven out of tens that kind of flip past you. But if a game is bad enough to be funny, that's a Mm -hmm. huge deal. And it's not common. It's way rarer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of like what I like looking for. Cause I, back in the day when I was like doing the whole not series, I would just find like all these, uh, cheap bootlegs and then, uh, play those. I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. But eventually, like, what people wouldn't get is like how tasteful the line was drawn in that series. Yes. Yep. You know, like I was either reviewing like shovelware from other countries or like you know games from big corporations like Cartoon Network. You know. Yeah. It it was people would be like. Do not Smash Bros, but play Rivals of Ether. And I'm like, you don't get it. That's you don't get the where the line is drawn. Like, I even did one thing called uh, Not Sonic the Hedgehog, where I played like a very Sonic-inspired game called Freedom Planet. And the whole video was like me proving everyone one wrong. And be like, this game's good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I remember it, I played that one. It's nice. Yeah, it's just like, it's just because they're similar doesn't mean they fit the series. It it has to be like an an... You have to think outside of the game, right? Yeah. And and then uh, now I've fast forward and I kind of do something similar with like the I played X so you don't have to. Sure. And that is like with the Not series, I always wanted to play like just the famously bad games, but it was like it doesn't really fit. So this series kind of, it's like, you know, the Sonic 06, the Jump Force, the Balan Wonder World, sure, all yeah, that. Yeah. Which Jump Force was also a journey. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that one would do it as much for me. No. Uh but I have seen I have seen the clips. I've seen some of the clips. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you need to know anything about anime for that one. Honestly, it might be funnier if you don't. <laughs> Cause you don't know who these characters are or why they're interacting. And, yeah. BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer. Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's, you know what, honestly, it could be funnier, but Balan is a game I think you would genuinely have a blast with. I gotta get back into it. I I I sort of left it because I was like, oh, I missed the uh, I missed the boat on it. But yeah, you say I, that, I, but I my video back. got like four million views or something. Gee, yeah, but when did it come out? Was it like way after? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. It Maybe was like it. it was like last year, but it was still like like that's like a year or so after it came out. How much is it now? Oh, you could get it on Steam. Oh, I thought this was just switch. Oh, hell yeah. I'll get it on my PC. Oh, it's on sale. Hell yeah, man. It's only $12. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, sub goal that. You got it. You'll get it back. <laughs> $12 sub goal. <laughs> Help everybody. I can't afford this. Holy <laughs> shit. All right. I'm buying it right now. I might play That's it what I love to hear. That's oh, amazing. Please do. And I will watch it. Uh, just, I will stay glued to it. This rules. Oh my God. Okay. Yep, and then I recently played a uh, Sonic Boom for that series. Oh, is that the one that's like the rise of lyric or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah on Wii U. One. Yeah, was it bad? Uh, it, yeah, it was pretty awful. It has some <laughs> game breaking bugs in it that you can use to your favor, and I think that's kind of funny. Is that the one with uh, Knuckles jumping? Is yeah, that what he it can was? Fly. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's some interesting. Uh, one, the dialogue's just interesting. The gameplay is interesting. Everything's interesting, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, 
I was trying to think of something specific about it. Oh, I'm drawing such a huge blank. But yeah, I don't know what I want to do next. I really want to play the game Sonic Chronicles. I don't want to like oversaturate the series with Sonic because it's honestly kind of easy to. Sure, yeah. But that's the RPG one from Bioware, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I I don't really know anything about that game, but God, do I want to. Yeah. <laughs> I only know about the music. That's uh, Yeah, that's my next topic point. Yeah, the music has apparently not been good. Uh, same with Yoshi's Island DS, actually, to bring it all the way around. Apparently, that the Yoshi's theme is the one that everybody knows, like the the Yoshi clan or whatever. God, that song just is. imagine being a writer for Yoshi's Island DS. What do you have to do? Because the whole story is like you know, Mario and Luigi were babies, they got dropped, and then Yoshi's helped them. But like, well, I mean, the plot was pretty crazy in that. If I correct me if I'm wrong, I think they introduced baby Donkey Kong, baby Wario for the first time in history. Baby Peach. Like, yeah, they yeah, I think the writers got pretty ambitious. <laughs> Trying to change a classic. I think another funny, like, just instance of confusion in Mario mm. is that Baby Bowser, Bowser Jr., and Koopa Kid are all different characters. Yeah, that's strange. And Koopa Kid's been gone for like, yeah, he's missing years in action. Then. Thank God for that. Why did they bring back Koopalings? Isn't that so weird? Like they were gone forever, yeah, and they were like, okay, they brought let's them, bring back them back hard. Like in Smash and Mario Kart, kind of hard. Yeah, like they're everywhere now. And I remember like distinctly the way that I felt when I saw them back. I was like, oh, sick. I'm glad they get to come back for a little bit. And now they're just staying again. But it, I think the most obnoxious part is you can't just add like one or two of them, you know? Oh, no. Yeah. They. Oh, he's sorry. They are taking up seven slots in Mario Kart. You, If you only add Iggy then you're going to upset everybody else. So you have to add all, and they're all distinct. They all have different voices. That's got to be obnoxious for Nintendo. Yeah, I honestly, I'm pretty surprised because like everyone did want Bowser Jr. in Smash. That was a yeah. pretty popular request of character. And then like when they revealed all the Koopalings, everyone was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like no one popped off. But it was just a lot of, oh, okay, cool. I popped off because I love Lemmy and I thought Lemmy would be cool. And then it turns out that character, he's in his car. If he wasn't yeah. in the fucking car, that's I how they all okay are. I couldn't believe they did that. Uh, this is a weird pivot, but I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, it goes back to the topic of all the, the drinks in the gas station. I didn't realize how huge G fuel was. Yeah. It's um, pretty massive. Yeah, so I went on a trip to Tennessee last August, and we stopped by a gas station, and there was just a wall of G Fuel, and that does not exist where I live anywhere. Um, I don't know if that's the case everywhere. Listen, yeah, I've definitely seen that when I go to, like, places and whatnot. It, I just, I, I got the Tetris drink. Like in drink. California, I should say. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to get, so I got the Tetris drink. I was like, oh, what does Tetris taste like? And the answer is uh, grape. Um, huh. But they had all kinds of, they had Sonic drinks. They had all kinds of shit. I was amazed. I didn't realize G Fuel was that big. I mean, you're sponsored by them, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. I It's it's kind of in like a weird, <laughs> I think I am, area right now because uh, I don't know if you saw, but they just let off a lot of partner managers like suddenly with oh, no warning. Yeah. So I don't really have anyone to talk to about it right now. So maybe. Whoops. And sorry. sorry for bringing that up. I, I forgot oh, no, about fine. all the I don't thing. care. <laughs> and then they have like all the, I know a lot of creators kind of dropped. I definitely put it on pause because they announced their NFT stuff. Ah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, they announced that we're going to be doing NFT soon. And then they just did PR 101 where they go, okay, we're not, okay, we're going to not do this, but we're also not going to say we're not going to do it yeah. because then we're introducing new people to the controversy. So, uh, yeah, just PR 101 just went silent about it. They just shelve it, and then maybe they'll bring it back in like three years when it's more palatable. Yeah. yeah. That's usually how that stuff goes. It's crazy to me how many people are under like the G Fuel. Like if you go under any small streamer or anything like that, everybody's sponsored by G Fuel. I guess it's just an affiliate thing, but God, they've got everybody in their web. It's crazy. I just didn't realize how popular they were because like near where I am, there's like a monster wall and a Red Bull wall and a Rockstar wall. 
but I'd never seen that many G Fuels. Yeah, it's like everywhere. They have like Sonic flavor and everything. I do yeah. want to say, uh, the first sponsor, um, I will talk about sponsors a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, normally how it works is sponsors will give you like bullet points, not a script, but bullet points. You know, like yep. put this in your own words. And that's helpful. Like th- that's the middle ground, right? Like you could be too strict where it's like uh, your Raid Shadow Legends. You're like, all of these sound the same. Well, they they promote scripts. Like that's they, on purpose. Yeah. That um I think you can also see it. Um, there's a difference of Western and Eastern sponsors because Eastern talent usually is more like by the book, safe script based. So if you have like a game like Raid Shadow Legends, which is like made not in America, uh, they're probably going to be very strict with what you say. Same with other things like Genshin Impact. Um, Sure, yeah. Yeah, like all those brands who are just Eastern based are going to have very strict guidelines. Whereas then when you have your, you know, Skillshare, Honey, whatever from America, they're going to be like, here are some bullet points. And that's like preferred, right? Like I think bullet points is the best way to go about it. Sometimes they'll be like, here's the 25 bullet points and we paid for a 60 second sponsor. Dude. And I'm like, you've run oh into that. God, dude. Okay. So I did a raid shadow legends, uh, ad on yeah. my channel a few months ago and they were like, Hey, this is a 90 to 120 second integration. Cover these 15 points. And I'm like, all right. And they said, do it in your own words. And there's a ton of content, whatever. So I told my editor, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go over all this. Just use three of them or use four of them. Turns out he used all of them. And if you watch the ad back, my my guy who, who does my YouTube stuff sends me the video for review. The Raid Shadow Legends bit, it's a 24-minute video. Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends is six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> six minutes long. And I give so- it back to him. I'm like... What the fuck is this? What do you do? You got to cut this. And he was like, yeah, I thought it was long, but I also thought it'd be kind of funny because somebody, <laughs> would, be, somebody would be trying to skip it and they keep tapping 10 <laughs> seconds, 10 seconds, 10, and then I'm still talking about Shrecha. And I was like, okay, that is objectively very funny, uh, but that will also destroy our watch time. Please get rid of that. And we cut it down to 90 seconds. But yeah, that's what I've had that same experience. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're pretty strict with it, and I think the hardest example was uh... BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Um, in my Romeo and Juliet, we read a sponsor off like a scroll. It's like, hath thou heard of Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> and then uh, we read a limb, like the sponsor was a limerick, right? Like ah, it's gonna okay. go unappreciated, but it rhymed and everything. Okay, and it was so frustrating because we sent the limerick to them ahead of time, and then when we sent them the video, you're like, "Oh, you forgot these points," and I'm like, "We can't re-record you can't this fix it now." Yeah, that's what yeah, I was and, gonna say. And they were like, "Oh, we'll tweak this, tweak that," and like, okay, so the full version is a lot longer and better, but like in the actual video, it's heavily cut. And then it even cuts away to like an actual like scripted sponsor segment, unfortunately. Uh, but because like they just didn't like it anymore. But just realize it was very funny in its original form. But so anyways, did you have to I cut was, the uh the whole limerick? Like it couldn't rhyme anymore and like you had to leave too much out. Oh I I I think yeah it was pretty oh, sad. That's I, I fought for it really hard too. Yeah. We even gave them an example of like the copy pasta theater when I read like the honey script. I was like mm. We have, there's like, you know, you know what you're getting, but whatever. And then, uh, what I was going to say is like, you have your sponsors that are too much and give you scripts. You have your sponsors that give you bullet points, which is Goldilocks just right. But then, um, my issue with brands like uh, G Fuel is that they don't give you anything. (laughs) They, and I think there are, I've run into a lot of brands like that. And, 
it's, you know, when I did like freelance editing as well, you'd run into the same issue when people just go, oh, just do whatever you want. Do it in your own words. Mm, they say like, that. Do, and it's so hard to do. It's yeah. like you don't, it's, it's like whenever I first started like working with Panda and everything, yes. like back, uh, back when they were way less coordinated, mm-hmm. that was something that they would tell everyone they hired from like social media to video editing to content to everything. You're just like, just do what you think would like do well, right? Yeah. And it's like, I get it in a nutshell, but like you can't represent someone else's brand with no direction because then you're going to do what you want and then suddenly there are notes. Yep, yep. It takes more time. I think people yeah. don't realize that it's it's more of a time waste down the line. They're trying to save you time by not bagging a bunch of stuff onto you. But in reality, you're going to have to fix that stuff anyway because they're not going to like what you give them. It's and, and like, nor should they, really. I mean, like, I, I understand why they'd be protective. But yeah, it's always a disaster. when you I deal see with the idea because it's just like in a vacuum, I get how you think that would make sense. But you really got to give people direction. Otherwise, they're not going to give you what you want. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, so what I was going is like when they told me, I was like, what do I say? And they're like, oh, just, you know, just promote this link. We don't really care what you say. You know, like critical, like snorted, snorted G fuel off of like a dildo. And oh I go, God, OK, not doing that. But OK, don't think I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all I said was I took their sonic flavor that was peach colored. And I said, oh, looks like Sonic's piss. Delicious. <laughs> And they didn't like that. <laughs> you don't say. Well, okay. What How did are they you object tell to? Me, say anything, and then oh, snort it off a dildo if you want. And n- now I think you, yeah. you think I'm going to think Sonic's piss delicious is too yeah, much. The, the, the snorting off a dildo isn't like the product itself is still delicious. You're saying the product is pee. <laughs> I say it different. looks like pee. It was pea-colored, and it had Sonic on the label. Okay. That's comedy. I, no, I think you're right, because also, I, snorting is not how you're supposed to take it. So if they're okay with that, but they're not okay with you saying worse. it worse. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, snorting is like, you know, advertising the product wrong. I would I would even say to an impressionable audience. Whereas like mine is just comedy. You you I'm a sarcastic person. You come to my channel and not expect a sarcastic sponsor. Did you have to you had to reshoot it? I, I just edited it around it, but yeah, they <laughs> you were just edited around it. I just cut when I called it Sonic's piss. Okay. I was gonna say, think, do you, it's just it looks like Sonic. It just it makes no sense now. No, I think <laughs> like, I just cut it out and then just said, mm, delicious. yeah it's uh yeah i don't know i felt like it was funny yeah there there's been a lot of times where like sponsors have tried to fight me on like is is this more funny than it is brand compliant you know sure yeah i've run into that issue a lot i i hate dealing with the middlemen that's the issue that i've had is like yeah a lot of the people that reach out to me are like not from that org or the sponsor, but they're from like the middle spot where they make deals between the sponsor and the streamer. And those yeah. people are the most uptight. And I think it's because they're trying to make sure their bag is secured. That's yeah, always the issue that I have. Like, I mean, in my experience, you're never not working with a middleman. Yeah. I think it depends on like how big you are, how how high up the middleman is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. getting, like, people who are really close to these brands or anything, so they're trying to be very careful to make sure everything is represented. I just recently did a Ubisoft deal, though, and that that shit was precise. It was good. They gave me, like, I, a huge brief. It was great. I will say, Ubisoft, though, they got money. Yes. Dear God, yes. Yeah, all of my sponsors, like, Probably the most lucrative sponsors I've ever had had all been Ubisoft. Yeah. And I think it's good to be in, in goods with them because uh, it didn't really happen in COVID, obviously. But Ubisoft will host like sponsored events for mm-hmm. their games. 
And they're like, hey, we'll fly you out to San Francisco and or not San Francisco, maybe it's, uh, it's like Oakland, I think. Okay. And they like I went out for Far Cry Five. And they rented out like a barn and they had like crossbow training. They had an obstacle course, they had wine tasting, they had oh four wheelers. God. They, you know, and then they, you capture your footage in a barn and everything. They give you all the equipment, they give you an external drive to take home and mail back. And it's just like, it, it's a real like corporate retreat kind of vibe. Sure. Where like you get the work done that you need to, but you also have a lot of fun. No, that's sick. Yeah. That sounds cool as hell. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so they, they all invite you some stuff. I mean, I remember I went when I had like uh, maybe three, 400K subs on YouTube, like mm-hmm. definitely way long ago. And I ran into uh, like massive channels at, at that place. Like, you know, I was too shy. I didn't talk to anybody. I was just kind of like a, a wallflower. Sure. And there is, there is, okay. Actually, I'm going to talk some shit. <laughs> okay, please do. I love some I love some spice. Send it. So I, I won't say who it was. Uh-huh. But there is a there is a YouTuber. You type on, it? On you this type bus. it? You'll tell me. Uh yeah, I'll tell you after. All right, hell yeah. I don't even think you know them. Because like they were just all I I didn't know all these YouTubers. I was in a very specific niche on YouTube of what I watched and everything. Okay. And I didn't know any of these people. So they like, you know, you get to your hotel for the night and then Ubisoft picks you up in a bus the next day. Sure. And then on that bus, I'm just sitting there just alone, just, just quiet. And they're talking about um, like Yeezys, like shoes and everything mm-hmm. and like comparing them. And then they're like, oh, look at these new Yeezys I got. And then pulls the new pair of shoes out of his backpack. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're going to a ranch but yeah like it was just kind of like in my mind it was like is this what youtubers are like yeah and and then uh i went back and forth and then someone started talking about like oh they have a cat i have a smush face cat and i was like oh shit i have a smush face cat shows picture of my cat immediately mm-hmm. and they're like oh i just got it for like the views you know people fucking love those things and i was like oh man that's so evil that's fucked so, up that's so fucked up that your cat is just a prop for your 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 business. And then that same guy, you know, this was like 2016, 2017, kind of mm-hmm. different. And um, he was just talking about going to a convention. And he was like, you know, at those after parties, like with all the younger influencers and everything, they they drink and everything. And he just yeah. watched them get drunk because it's funny. Oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, okay. yeah. And like minors, right? Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, this is awful. These people are awful. Yeah, that sounds terrible. It's probably like not everyone that was there is like just the select three I was eavesdropping on. Sure, yeah. But like that was my first introduction to like real YouTubers, right? Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like terrified after that moment. I was like, is this what everyone's like? And the answer is no. But uh, I think creators nowadays are very different than creators like few years back oh dude absolutely yeah Yeah. i think you and i have had this talk before where it feels like the the medium has become a bit healthier and i don't know if that's Mm -hmm. a i don't know if that's a result of the algorithm kind of changing i feel like it's it's less about how do i put this uh i feel like youtube does more to put people into into insulated boxes of topics and because of that there's less likely to be somebody screaming, yelling, look at me with histrionics and mm-hmm. attention seeking, trying to get into everybody's recommended. Now it's like you've got a cooking YouTuber, you have a beauty YouTuber, you have a gaming YouTuber, which is yeah. frustrating for creators that are trying to branch out. But ultimately, I think it stops it from like. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One guy who craves attention at all costs is in everybody's mm-hmm. feed. I that's how it feels to me. I don't know if that's true, but you know like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's just just a weird interaction to uh to that to just YouTubers. 
It probably has d- something to do just with the medium in general. I mean, content creation in, in general is probably going to like, it's like, it, do- it it's that old thing where like people say that, you know, not dentists are not sadists, but it is a field that would attract a sadist if it was, you know, in a bubble uh, mm-hmm. just because of the nature of the work. It's probably that way with YouTubers. It's just like people who crave attention and need validation will seek it at all costs. And if you're going to do a career, why not do a career where you can get a cat and then blow up? Yeah, why just not have the cats be nice? <laughs> It is crazy how it works, by the way. Apparently, um, uh, Ludwig just got a cat, and now apparently all of his videos are hitting a million consistently. Yeah, I saw that. Which is crazy. It is crazy. And I think, like, yes, he's exploiting the cat, but I don't think that's the cat's sole purpose, you know? No, no, no. I don't think so That's what the difference is. Yeah, let me be clear. I don't think he did that. I I I think Ludwig's a good guy, but it is insane how it works. (laughs) It it is. I, I like the cat. His cat always looks scared. Like, it's perfect. Oh, yeah, the eyes are always huge. Your cat always looks uh, vaguely discomforted. I don't know how to... No, you got it. You nailed it. Contemptuous, perhaps? Like He just ponders. <laughs> you have a Karl Marx-looking cat. He's a very... He just thinks a lot. Cute. Uh, a list. Okay, our producer is feeding us a list of famous actors who have played cats. I don't think that's strictly related to what we were talking about. <laughs> Mike Myers, he played Cat in the Hat. I don't think that's a cat. I think that's a cat. The Cat in the Hat is not a cat. He's, it's in the name. Yeah, but he's like bipedal and drives. I stand by what I said. Yeah. Wasn't like, um. Oh my god, how am I blanking on his name? Or Alec Baldwin, wasn't he in that movie? Yeah. He was kind of hot in that movie. Oh, he was good, pretty yeah. good looking. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh I, I just on the topic of sponsors real quick. Um for Alpha Rad Deluxe, we had a sponsor over some Ubisoft game. I don't remember what it was. It was like a racing game. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, that's a dedicated video. It's much more loosely goosey off the cuff. Sure. Uh, there was like one scene where it was like, uh, oh, go talk to this person. And I kind of, we kind of made a joke about like, oh, oh, we'll talk to him. All right. And I walked over to them and said, shoot my shot. Call me Alec Baldwin. And the sponsors did not like that one. <laughs> I, I I could see why I wouldn't no, like I that get one it. either. I get it. No, I do. But I'm just using this uh, episode to talk about all the funny things that sponsors have made me remove. There is uh, there's actually a story that you guys should watch on Alfred's channel about a sponsor, <laughs> an activation. Oh, my God. I think the bra one game. is my favorite sponsor yeah, integration I've ever done. That's insane. That one is uh, what's the title of the video so people can do homework? Uh, I think it's. I'm just going to search Alpharad sponsor and it pops up. Yeah, it's just my most interesting sponsor experience. So when I, like before I did streaming more, like when I was a small streamer, I was really sort of um, vehement about only sponsoring stuff if I used it and liked it and like was That's how big. we all start. <laughs> I Yeah, and then as I got bigger, I, I started to feel like, the role of a sponsor isn't like to reflect upon the person. It's like uh, it's a commercial. It's a commercial. You present something. And if the person doesn't want it, they just don't look into it. It's like, fuck it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's, it's, I I don't feel as bad about that anymore. Creators are just like kind of overpaid, obviously. But I think when it comes to sponsors, we are significantly underpaid uh, for like what we offer. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, as a joke, right? I was looking in to see how much does it cost to air a commercial at like 3 a.m. on local news. Sure. And it was like, um, it was pretty similar to like what my rate is uh-huh. for like a sponsored video. And just think about that. Like a generic commercial where your your demographic is who knows, you know, <laughs> like it could be anyone. Whereas yeah, yeah, like the yeah. sponsor who's coming to me is probably advertising a product that is at least semi 
applicable to the audience who they're appealing to. Like you can sure. you can hyper target a demographic with YouTube integration inter- integrated sponsors much more than you can that. So it's just like when I think about stuff like that, I'm like, I feel like creators could be making more, but then I say that sentence out loud and it just feels like I, that's not a take I want to have, but sure. you get what I'm saying. It's just like how, what the value is to a brand, I think is severely like undercut just because it's uh just, it's hyper-targeted, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you get to, like companies will spend millions to like try to pare down their exact market and demo. And if you have that already prepared to you, that's huge. No, I get what you're yeah. saying. It's, yeah, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I, I, uh, it's how much is a commercial? Like if you're going to air it at 3 a.m. Because that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this was, this was pretty long ago when I looked in because it was probably like 2018, 2019 when okay. I started looking into it. And I think it was like uh, in Oklahoma, it was, it was like ten to $12,000. Okay. And is that like a one-time thing or is that like over a month? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I'm just curious. Either way, uh, even yeah. if it is a month, I feel like you still get more value from a YouTube video. Sure. I, uh, I, I had an experience where we were trying to rent out a billboard from like the airport to a smash venue just to see if we could put my face on a billboard and say, hey, welcome to Genesis or something uh-huh. for like $1,000 just for a weekend. We thought that'd be funny, but yeah, um, I'm making, yeah. I'm currently renting out billboards right now. And it's a pretty funny process because for like those digital billboards, you know, you can get something up on it tomorrow if you really want to. Yeah, the ones that you can actually just send, like if you could send them a digital file, that's like way easier because it's just, you just throw it up. No, I think that's hilarious. You can just make one business offer and then boom, something's up tomorrow and you can advertise whatever you want. Crap. Uh, somebody is at my door. Can you guys give me one second? Sorry, I thought they left. But... Um, ding, ding, ding. What? I'll be How right back. I'll be right back. Get here? I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll, I'll solo right it. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, your reliable host, Jacob, here I am to uh, talk about what? Uh, how did we get here? That's the title of the podcast. Um, today, we started with water bottles. I feel like this was probably the tamest episode yet. Honestly, um, at least in terms of like controversies because nothing like Anne Frank wasn't mentioned. So, oh, damn it. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, Anyways, <laughs> we started with bottled water and then that slowly transitioned into uh, Europe talk and then we started talking about McDonald's and after McDonald's, uh, we were a little all over the place we started talking about, uh, I think, sitcoms, which sitcoms talked about George Lopez at 3 a.m. We started talking about my band breaking up due to Lowrider. And then I think after that, we started talking about, like, content. Just generally speaking, we talked about Battle and Wonderworld. We talked about Not Series. We talked about Punching Up versus Punching Down. We talked about Ubisoft getting money. Uh, talked shit on some, no, some no-name YouTubers. And then we started talking about cats. All right, I'm back. Yeah, cats. I think that uh, one was cats. out of nowhere. Cats were bit, sorry. Somebody was at my door that Mal said was coming later, but they came now. Okay. Uh, we, we did talk about cats, and we had a short debate over whether the cat in the hat was a cat. Um, Can we talk about Kendall Jenner and Pepsi real quick before we sign off? Oh, I love that. Yes. I want to try and find that actual sponsor spons- just uh, to remind myself. Because you can find it, just Kindle Pepsi commercial. Yeah. It's it's like an insanely tone deaf. It's like <laughs> there are protests and wars and everything. And we can have peace. Like Kendall Jenner walks to the front line of a protest and hands the cops a Pepsi. And they stand down and everybody's friends. <laughs> yeah. And then it ends with hashtag live louder. <laughs> that was uh, that was in the middle of all the, the riots and police brutality and all that. Like that came out during that time, which is insane. I thought it was right before that happened. Oh, was it? Oh, that's even worse then. Maybe that's what started. I think it was because I, I remember people tweeting the picture of her and be like, if only she was here now. 
Ah, got you. Okay. Yeah, that might have been before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was five years ago. Holy shit, time. <sighs> she was hoping you would forget. Yeah. And you have. I, I will never forget. <laughs> it, was, it was, oh, God, being on the internet in that time was fun. What's uh what's the craft and Starbucks one? I don't know craft that. Craft and one. Starbucks? Craft and Starbucks. I, I'm just gonna tweet or uh apparently there's a feud with them. I didn't know that. I think this is gonna require some reading and I don't have time for that. Anyways, yeah, no. Uh okay. see you guys next episode. See you. Goodbye. I had a question about NFTs I wanted to ask oh, you. Maybe okay. I'll ask you ask, next time. No, no, ask ask what it is. No, What's I'll up? What's good? Okay, we're gonna extend this one. Okay. Sure. I we were talking about sponsorships and commercials. Do you think as a creator, you are able to like if you hate NFTs and you say don't buy NFTs, whatever. But then an NFT company and pays comes and says they're going to pay you ten billion dollars to advertise for a month. Would you do it? No, I've kind of had that exact same scenario happen multiple really? times, and I've said no. Yeah, I feel like I've thought about this a lot, and I've been like, you know what? My audience knows what's going on here. <laughs> I I would do I would do it for a month and then immediately renounce it and just take the money. But I guess does that kill your credibility? Do people care um, if you're stealing from the rich? I don't know. I've thought about it. Usually this. it does because also I feel like they have clauses in their contracts where you can't renounce it immediately. Right, yeah. No defamation. Yeah, it's usually like a 6-12 months thing where you have to say nice things. Sure. Um, I kind of don't follow those. Sure. <laughs> but like I've also never come out and slandered the product itself, right? Well, there's no reason to. Like, I just get upset when they don't let me talk about delicious Sonic piss. <laughs> By the way, go pick it up in the store. Sonic peach rings if you want to drink Sonic urine and waste. Go ahead delicious. and go to your local gas station unless you live in Maryland because we don't have those. Okay, now we can now we can go. Okay, bye, Zach. Bye, everybody. How Do We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gallen, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is composed and performed by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer slash audio producer is Justin Asher. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.